Good evening and welcome to the Snap UK podcast. The home for all the views, news and opinions about the NFL from this side of the pond. Today we've got a slightly depleted group, considering it was one of the most important weekends of the year. Uh, no Gary, because he's taken a box of tissues and is watching the defensive masterpiece was the 49ers game. And no Griff today, because I think he's just sick. He's also headed to... Sick Fox. of Bill O'Brien. Sick of Bill O'Brien, yeah. Um, so joining me is Johnny Frash and Fourth of Inches. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, hello gentlemen. gentlemen. Excellent. Um, only four games to get to. We're going to cover those in the first half. In the second half, we'll talk about some of the teams that got knocked out at the weekend, but also looking forward to the two championship games that are going to be on Sunday. So starting chrono- chronological order, we'll start with Jacksonville Jaguars 20, the Kansas City, Chief, Kansas City Chiefs 27. Easy for you to say. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> they, they got through it despite Mahomes suffering a high ankle sprain in the first half. Chad Henney taking the realm and leading them on a 90-yard drive to cement... Uh, cement the win well not really cement the win in the first half and then Patrick Mahomes coming back Jaguars couldn't get over that that was so that, that's an opportunity so close with the star quarterback uh, it, it injured they, they could have could have taken that they could have and they had 99 yards to stop him and uh, I mean let's not you know for that drive Hene was perfect Hene like I, I, I'm obviously pronouncing it like Penne the pasta, which I don't think he's right. But yeah, he, he is. It's Chad Henne. Chad Henne, is it? Henne. There you go. Henne? Henne? Chad Henne? Henne. Chad Hen? Hen? <laughs> yeah, Henne. Um, Never but thought he- that bit of name would have problems. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I was talking to Gary because I was like, there's no way Mahomes is going to come back. He and looks serious. He looked, crocked. yeah. And sometimes, you know, you, I know it's the, the divisional game. Sometimes I do feel like it's got to be taken out there, out like the choice has to be taken out of their hands, because I mean I don't know how 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 he's you know how he is for returning this week. I'm sure he will he's play. Playing Andy Reid said he's playing, and I'm sure he'll be doped up to the eyeballs yep. and strapped like a mummy. But I mean, and the thing is, they'll probably still be fine because. Patrick Mahomes on one leg is better than 98% of quarterbacks on two legs. He's still like for an amazing part, a jump pass off one leg. Yeah, off the, yeah, off the, off the, the one working leg. And it, it's a shame because actually he looked, re- before the injury, he, he's been, lately he, he's obviously looking a bit more Patrick Mahomesy, scrambling, improvising, really like, like you know, off the cuff and what, why... Why he's so exciting, and you know, if, if even though if you, if you take away the stats, like he'd still be your favorite player, but then you add the stats, and he's just the best player. Um, <laughs> he's got to a point where we were talking about it Sunday, weren't we? Where you almost expect you want no, you don't expect you just accept the brilliance of him. You just yeah, yeah he's he's had two five thousand yard passing seasons. There's only one other person who's done that. Isn't there? Uh, two, two yeah. sorry. Brady and Breeze. Yeah, Brady and Breeze and, you know, two surefire Hall of Famers. Yep. The guy gets the Chiefs. I know, don't get me wrong, he joined a very good Chiefs team who were playoff anyway, but he's kept them in the dance this entire time. And nobody seems to kind of go on this like he's the he's the GOAT. Uh, but he absolutely is. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
he, he's, he's the current goat, I say. I mean, and I guess that's a. He's not really a term, but yeah, he's definitely. The, I mean, presumptive M- MVP. I think he's had such a good season. This is his fifth. They're in their fifth AFC Championship game in a row. Mahomes has never, outside of Super Bowls, Mahomes has never played an away uh, playoff game. <laughs> of course he hasn't. He's a, always had the top seed. All the top seeds always gone through Arrowhead. So, I mean, yeah, he's on a great team with great coaching. And But up until this, I mean, this year has been the first year they've not had a star wide receiver. Their main receiver is Travis Kelsey. He's played absolutely brilliant this year. Um, he's so far ahead in every stats, isn't he? Yeah, it's I mean, he's averaging 108 yards a game in his last seven playoff games. Do you want to know how many games Gronk had, postseason games Gronk had, with 100 yards receiving? Three? One. One wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we, we talk about Gronk probably being one of the best tight ends ever. Certainly one of the best, but Kelsey, when it comes to stats, is absolutely demolishing him in, the, in playoff games. He's going to be the greatest tight end of all time I think when so. he retires. I yeah. Mean, other than Super Bowl wins. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean as well, give him time as well. He's yes. still got he's still got another couple of years in him. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, yeah, he's, um, oh, he's incredible. But as well, like the, the cast around him, like, the, yeah. you know, I, I've, I've been a huge fan of Pacheco this year, this year, and yeah. he just gets like he's a nasty Physic, motherfucker, physical runner. He is yeah. gonna run through you, and that is what they've needed yeah. for years. And it, I mean, it especially helped obviously when Mahomes went out. That's when they let, lent on the run. Pacheco had twelve carries for ninety-five yards. That's eight yards a carry, but the whole running game was four point eight yards per carry. Just chewing up what is a decent defence for Jacksonville. And that is the difference between them and the Bills. Yes. They have the ability to adapt. Yeah. I think they've got the personnel to adapt. I think they've also got the quality and offensive coaching to adapt as well. I mean, we'll come on to it in the Bills, but I think there's one big personality missing from the Bills, and and he was on the Giants' sideline on on Sunday. Yeah. Saturday, sorry. Well... I mean, they're doing this as well. On you know, you look at their the Chiefs sideline. Yeah, the enemy is there. It's also Matt Nagy. Yeah, like you know, you can you can try you know try your hand at head coaching and then move back and still be, um, you know, still be a good head, a good uh, sort of positional coach. coach. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, you, Steve Spag. I uh, can't remember. Spagnola. Spagnola. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. Again, who's was a head coach and has come back and is. Doing a fantastic piece of work there. Uh, it, yeah, um, they they really spread it out like, you know, Tony Schuster, Noah Gray. I mean, who the who the fleck is Noah Gray? Valdez Scantling got a, got the. You can't um, call Pacheco a bad motherfucker. Can and then go like flicker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe he was just feeling guilty that he swore so early on in the podcast. Yeah. Not that anyone should feel guilty about that I on this I, podcast. I didn't think I did say flicker. I did. <laughs> <laughs> he just mispronounced fucker. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, um, like as well, like the, 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 the Tony that left the Giants this year as a... I mean, he, he had that one, he had one game where he like seemingly got 14 receptions, 300 yards and a, like a bajillion touchdowns. And then... The rest of the time injured, yeah. and then he's been great for for um, 
for for Kansas. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely gutted. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd hazard a guess that if Tony had been drafted within the Dable regime, yeah. it might be a different story. I think he was. I think he was just pissed off there, and but and that attitude probably hasn't hurt. And yeah. Hopefully, being in a team like like the Chiefs, he's he knows he's not top dog. He knows he's got a good chance of winning pretty much every match he plays plays in. And that maybe that kind of coaching then calmed him down. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Jacksonville, I think I, I think I put on Twitter like if you're a Jags fan, obviously kind of you know disappointed. You, you missed a, a good potential opportunity, but I think you look back on on a 2022 season with fondness and then with anticipation for 2023 because it's been a, an amazing season for it them. It bodes well, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, Pearson has come in and. You know, had a slow start, turned this team around. They can keep adding, you know, so we, so we mentioned last week that the offense sort of is all right already and they're adding Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Um, That's terrifying. Which, you know, it, it may, you know, it may take him a while, but, uh, you know, he's still a young kid, you know. He's think, had, think of the pun, he's worth a gamble, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He's had two years off, which can be uh, you can either have two years off and you're you know you're Josh, Josh Gordon, Gordon. Uh, <laughs> or you could be you know, Michael Thomas when he came back this season was actually decent before he yeah. got injured um, well it just seems he was the only thing that was stopping him coming on the pitch was not wanting to play for the Saints well yeah exactly um, but I wouldn't blame you know this season. yeah yeah it's I mean if they can add like if they can add to the defence yeah really like you know <laughs> You know, when it comes down to it, like they were, they were just short this 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 season. And, you know, it doesn't. It's no harm to be short against the Chiefs, but it was still a one-legged Mahomes and Chad Henney and um, Henny. <laughs> I googled it. I was say, but yeah, like th- these these guys, Saxonville would have had. A bit more, yeah. bit more success with them. This, this offense with, with with the Saxonville defense, oh yeah, that'd be amazing. I mean, they can rebuild. They've got cap space. Um, like you say, they've got um, Calvin Ridley coming in. Yeah, they've got Trevor Lawrence and Etienne is still there under contract for another uh, three years potentially. Can uh, yeah. pronounce the, the name really annoying? Etienne. I think it is Etienne rather than Etienne. To be it is. E- yeah. Um, you know the one. They haven't got that many free agents coming off this year. The one free agent uh, caught my eye was Marvin Jones. I think he'd be, I think he'd be good to keep, but not essential. Just yeah, leadership point of view within that locker room. When you need a touchdown out of nowhere, he's he's always had that yeah. ability to turn up. Yeah. I mean, back to his Detroit days. If he can take a a decent deal. You know, he he obviously you know was a was a leader under the previous regime, um, so you know. But even Christian Kirk's had a decent season. Yeah. I know we all laughed when they signed him for what was quite a lot of money for wide receivers, but he's proved effective. Maybe not every single week, but between Jones, Kirk, and and Zay Jones, sorry Marvin Jones and Zay Jones. I, there's not what we'd say as a number one receiver there, but that's a good cast. It's a good cast with, you know, with uh, Ridley to come in yeah. and potentially be that number one. Yeah. And, you know, in- Ingram has, t- uh, you know, what a gamble that's been. 
you know, he, I don't think he's he's, he's got a, he's, he's a free agent, yeah. but you know, um, it seems like you know, after a few years um, treading water in in New York, it's time for him to. Uh, I think you might have found a home. Yeah, I'd if, they can so. have, if they can find and a friendly deal. Also, like another year of Trevor Lawrence working with a coach who knows how to coach in that NFL team, but also an NFL quarterback can, as well. Yeah, it's huge. Makes a huge difference. Jamal Agnew as well, like as a return guy, was so dangerous. He gives them, like, you could said, you could tell that basically it was we need to kick this out for a touchback because he's he was causing havoc. Like every time he got the ball, um, like they were starting in like decent positions. Sometimes in the in, like in the in the Kansas half already, and it does help. You know, it's um, you know yeah. he was he's been brilliant. I think the biggest thing the Jags have is confidence. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, firstly they should. The way the league works, you get two number one picks. You should you should improve, but actually. And also, the other thing that helps me is that division absolutely sucks the big one. There's a lot of change to be happened to occurring in that, in that division. You think about where the Texans are, uh, where the Colts are, both looking for new head coaches. Um, let's say neither have a quarterback at the moment. Um, I mean, you'd, you'd probably label Tennessee in terms of like the quarterback dilemma, for want of a better word, because I don't think Tannehill will be there next season. No. And well, they need a whole overhaul of, the, of their offense. So yeah, it, it it bodes well for for Jacksonville going into into twenty twenty three. Right, sorry guys, we'll we'll go on to Saturday night and an absolute drubbing by by yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles uh, thirty eight to your New York Giants seven. Just happy to be at the dance. Yeah, and I mean similar to the Jaguars, like I mean, we said, this is going to be a tough year for the for the Giants at the beginning of the year. Nine and set nine seven and one get into a divisional game, losing to one of your division opponents who are do seem to be back to back to their best after a tricky December. You know, I don't think you can complain too much. I think it's like almost like Jags. It's like, all right, we had we had our time at the dance, great season. Let's look forward to next year. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, just to be able to think on divisional weekend. Divisional Championship weekend. I'm staying up this week to watch the Giants. <laughs> it's just great, great. Luckily, I fell asleep before it really got away from us. <laughs> because, of course, you know, it's two in the morning. Um, and, uh, but for, 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 for us, for, for, you know, this is going to be, I guess, quite Giants heavy. Um, um, you know, there's so much there. Um, you know, we... we I thought we were going to have two two years of hurt. Mm. And we still might have hurt because we've still got lots to do. Um, you know, we're not... We have salary cap We've space. got 42, nearly 45, sorry, don't 43 have a qu- million. Yeah, but we don't have a quarterback and, we're, you know, that doesn't include Saquon, who, you know, we'd like to re-sign. There are things, you know, there's... Um, but we, but we we can keep our quarterback and running back. Nick Gates, Feliciano from that offensive line, which, when all is fit, is decent. You know, the, the, there's big player. You know, players there. Um, uh, you know, Leonard Williams has been great this season, but he's on eighteen million dollars. You know, and it's when you've got a quarterback to side and a. Who's turned you know a, a bloke who's 
Saquon has returned to Saquon, you know, the player that we thought we would be, you know, they're going to need money. <laughs> um, I think when you've also got, um, <clears throat> in terms of defensive tackle, where Dexter Lawrence had such a good season. Sexy Dexy. Yeah. It makes paying, you know, um, Leonard Williams that much harder to swallow to an extent. You you can you could make that saving, maybe get some trade value for, Williams had a good season, but getting that off your books and, and yeah. Using that, using that investment elsewhere is a potential. We will save seven million in cap when we get rid of Kelly Golladay as well, because that is going to happen. It has to go. It? It's just you know, I, I was really excited when he joined, because I thought, well, you know, uh, you know, the, the talent's there, and uh, turns out, it, you know, it was just sadly his knees have <laughs> left the building, but yeah, um, you know, Adobe Jackson. You know, another decision to make, but for 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 for, for the team, I, I the thing is, those decisions have to be made, and I trust the people making the decisions now. Shown and Dayball have been a breath of fresh air. Um, you know whether Wink will leave if if he gets a head coaching position. There aren't as many head coaching positions. There'd be as we assumed there would be. Um, I think there's more fashionable coordinators. And yeah, um, um, I, I, I hope, mate, I hope we keep him. Um, but there's a lot of bad, <laughs> bad organisations out there as well who you know who have probably gone. You know, we've we've had, we've had a attacking one. Let's go get defensive one. Uh, or you know whatever. Yeah, so I think the fashion definitely seems to be going offensive rather than rather than defence. I think that that then favours you. Um, and like you say, there's, I mean, D'Amico Ryan's of the 49ers seems to be interviewing with everyone. Yeah. Well, getting stealing the coordinator off the 49ers is is the thing to do every season. It seems it? to be that way, yeah. Luckily, you know, one goes and another one pops up and what seems to be little change. De- decent organisations can put up with yeah, that. You know, absolutely. the Rams have done it for years, you know, until this year when he'll keep, keep all his <laughs> coordinators yeah. um, for... Uh, but you can see the difference it makes in terms of you saw when um, Pedersen was at the Eagles, when you lost, like, you lost, you, like yeah, yeah. You lost his coordinator. That team just strangely lost their coordination. Yeah, I, mean, I think there are other issues there as well. I think front, front office and also Carson Wentz didn't help. But yeah. let's let's talk about the Eagles. They they did put thirty eight points on what is a decent New York Giants defense. Jalen Hurts looked back to being fully fit. I don't think. I don't feel like watching the highlights because I didn't stay up to 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, <laughs> Any opportunity not to watch Jamie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when we did watch him, it didn't look like he was playing injured. It didn't look like he was hampered by by the dislocated shoulder. Kenneth Gainwell gained well. Um, Boston Scott got his obligatory touchdown against the Giants. Um, and, you know, the receivers were excellent again. Yeah. I mean... It's annoying, isn't it? They're just... They're just a thoroughly excellent yeah. organization at the moment. They're just so they're so well built. You think about like Hassan Reddick, who's had a great season, and they're paying him next to nothing. He was at the Cardinals, wasn't he? Yeah, and yeah, just a very underrated player. Yeah, I mean, team of underrated players like Dallas Goddard's one of the best Titans going. Yeah, at least one Dallas is making it to a championship game. But yeah, I. Just they're getting big, 
like results from everyone. Like all their cornerbacks have like um, multiple interception, like five or six interceptions this season. Um, just um, it doesn't. It pains me to say it as a Giants fan. It helps that that the this was my pick early on, but it still hurts. Um, and as well, like compared to other Eagles teams, like I, you know, the, the, even the one that won the Super Bowl, it it helped that they were playing against the Evil Empire <laughs> with Nick Foles yeah. as their backup quarterback. Because it's a good story, you know. The rest of it, you know, like, you know, Alshon Jeffrey, you know, you're like, oh, he's fucking, he's just shit, isn't he? Uh, Agalor, <laughs> like, Wentz having yeah. an MVP season, you know, you're like, but he's a dick. Um, <laughs> it, it felt like yeah. protest radio, like protest music, like just anything other than New England. Yeah, yeah. And this this year, like, you know, I quite like the the quite a likable team and. Um, you know, as well, like they do get away with dark arts because you know the the, the best teams do. They the, held Thibodeau every I play. Mean, Thibodeau went losing his mind at the holding, and um, but that's what the best teams do. They they know how to get. Like, you know, we mentioned last week about um the how brilliant they are at the quarterback sneak because they they interpreted the rules in a way that basically means. They cheat, and <laughs> but they get away with it, and a, it's fine, and a, they win. But there's a reason Bill Belichick was on top for 20 years. Exactly, it's yeah. Absolutely right, yeah. Even when, I mean, they had one play where they looked like there was going to be a quarterback sneak, you'd put your house on it, and then they flipped it around, and it yeah. was a run. And they, yeah, they, they, the, the, the change they've gone on from the, this team that we thought like who the fuck is Nick Sirianni? Uh, His like, first press conference was so bad. It was so bad. It was it was equal e- sort of equal to the um, uh, Gase one where yeah. he looked completely like shell shocks and seemed like he was going out there under duress. It was. I mean, it was at that point where I thought the Eagles were going down the Texans route of just like absolutely imploding. They'd got rid of Doug Peterson, who was you know Super Bowl winning head coach. There was turmoil between them and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz left. They, they hire this nobody, and he's like, "What are you doing?" But hands up, I was wrong. Fair play, they've got it absolutely spot on. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? Kills me. And even my my friend Jamie, I went to see him at the weekend. He's a Cowboys fan. Wants to be good. And he was like, "There's Eagle, you know." He's like, "What do you think of the Eagles?" I was like. I get their feeling, sneaky feeling. I have all year. I think they're going to win. And he's like, yeah, really annoys me because I prefer them to the Cowboys at the moment because <laughs> the Cowboys are quite unlikable. So frustrating. And yeah, but yeah, um, let's, let's see because it, it sets up, it sets up a, uh, an interesting, yeah. champ, uh, you know, no, spoiler alert, the championship game uh, this weekend. Right. Let's move on to Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening for us. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals 27, the Buffalo Bills 10. Um, I don't know what Buffalo Bills team showed up, but it wasn't the one I, I've come to know and love over the last couple of years. It was play, it was a team of both. Both teams had playoff versions of them turn up. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow, absolutely incredible. First two drives, it was 9 for 9 for 105 yards, two touchdowns. Absolutely impeccable. Um 
we, we talked about Mahomes being brilliant, and he absolutely is, and he he'll, he'll he'll you know God willing win the MVP vote this this year. But you know, if it was based on playoffs over the last couple of games and, and the end of the season, Joe Burrow has just been incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing against Burrow is he had a they, the the Bengals themselves had a slow start to the year, so. Like in a year when Mahomes got five thousand yards, you know, Burrow has had a really good year, but it wasn't possibly as explosive as last year. But he's brilliant. He is absolutely astounding. I, I, like, I you know, I I've, I've gone big on Herbert for a few years, and now left disappointed. I think J- Burrow might be the only pretender to Mahomes' crown as as best quarterback in the in the division because he is so cool and behind that offensive line which is shit now I mean it's game, patchwork the game plan was brilliant in terms of like just get the ball out quickly don't yeah. put, don't get pressure I mean the Bills pressure is, is non-existent anyway but it worked they only sacked him once like, compare that to this time last year where he was getting sacked about 20 times a game it's incredible the one thing that the the Bengals have done is they've really kind of bought into Joe Burrow. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at some, when you take Herbert, what, 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 what could you say is Herbert's in the Chargers? Whereas they bought in Burrow's favourite receiver. Yeah. They've kind of, they've, they've done, they've let him recover how he wanted to recover coming into this, into yeah. this season. They've given him a lot of rope to hang himself with, and he's not done hung himself. He's not. He's swinging that rope around. Oh, he's, he's slinging dick. dick. <laughs> he is an incredible. Like, yeah, and I just think a lot of people wanted them to not do well coming into the season before. When you saw like Jamar Chase can't catch this ball because it's got different markings on it. Yeah, it was very. I think there was, there was the expectation that the Bengals would just be the Bengals. There was a lot of question marks over Zach Taylor. You know, going into the playoffs, they were the not the unknowns, but they certainly they weren't the pick of. No one expected them to get to the Super Bowl. And I think coming into this year, I think that everyone was expecting them to you know take a step backwards. I think if anything, they're better than they were last year. Yeah, you could you seriously because all over the ball, like defensively, yeah, they're still. Making big plays, they like they'll be giving Allen nightmares. Absolutely, They're, yeah. Joe Burrow's won as many playoff games as all the other Bengals quarterbacks combined. Oh, for fuck's sake! This is third year. Tyson's won three. <laughs> yeah. <actually>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we can put to bed the, the 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 argument that Zach Taylor got lucky. I think actually now we have to admit. And not even just admit, because admit seems like we're doing under duress. We have to, we have to <laughs> say, acknowledge that Zach Taylor is um, a decent head coach. He, like, he has got this ramshackle organization. Mm-hmm. You know that they they got the big call right a few years ago. They got Burrow. You know, um, they've you know the back office have brought in players to accentuate him. They've got. The they've they got the defense right. They have added to it. They've got the line right. Admittedly, you know it's not their fault. They get injured, but 
their offensive linemen, they get injured in the season. Yeah. You know, it's what happens. And yeah, they, they looked for, for all the thing about, you know, you know, Sean McDermott gets a lot of praise. They were, he was absolutely outcoached was, this weekend. He, was, he looked like he was shell shocked on the side. He, he got, I just, the Bengals adapted to the situation in front of them. They changed how they played because of the offensive line in terms of getting that ball out quickly. And he, you know, sure, Burrow wants to go for 50 yards lob, lobs every every time to Jamar Chase, and it would probably work if he had that much time in the pocket. The Bills just look devoid of ideas, um, devoid yeah. of a running game. Uh, Stefan Diggs had four catches for all of 35 yards, and he was pissed off at the end. He looks so. Yeah, he, he was. They all. It was a bad game. Very well. I can't pink. I can't pick anyone in in the Bills team that had an all right game. I thought everyone just played really badly. They just didn't adjust at all. I like what Diggs came out on Twitter and said yeah. afterwards. Like, hey, absolutely. You expect me to be happy we lost? <laughs> I like. I don't mind it. I don't mind. I'd rather see a bloke um, like that emotional over a loss, you know, than you know some, you know, you know, like Mac Jones having a just a hissy fit because he you know the the play calls aren't correct for him you know it's it's the, 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 you know this is the playoffs this you know fucking matters this is you know Diggs has moved to buffalo to win yeah he's earning you know he's earning a lot of money and he's got what yeah 30 something yards but when you're getting all, when you're <laughs> When the amount you're penalised is almost double than your best receiver, yeah, you fucked it up. It's, yeah, it's bad coaching. I think. Yeah, I said it earlier. The thing missing from the Bills this this year has been Dable. Really I has. Don't think they've got the the right offensive coach in place. Maybe it will come good next year in terms of like having another year of experience under his belt. But if I was McDermott, I'd be seriously thinking about bringing in a new offensive coordinator. If I was, yeah, Kendorsey has to. If I was ownership, I'd look at, is McDermott the right guy anymore? They've been to the playoffs five times in six seasons. It's a really fair point. Right? But surely if you've got a team that you keep building and you keep adding pieces to and they keep getting to the playoffs... But they can't get over the hump. You'd expect them to at least get to a Super Bowl. And yeah. Not, not not win a Super Bowl, at least get to one. I think, you know, when you look at other teams that have been like that, example, um, Springs to mind are the Bucks with, under Tony Dungy. They got to... They got to the playoffs time and time and time and time again. Couldn't get over that hump. Bring John Gruden in, suddenly everything everything clicks. They go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but also they have do they so, do have back office issues as well because, like you say, they're paying a lot of people a lot of money this off season. Yeah, and I think Tremaine Edmonds might be out. Yeah. The you know He's is free agent. free agent who is. Better than the linebackers they've got uh, signed up. <sighs> you I mean, know, you look at the free agent. I mean, Jordan Poyer, Roger Saffold, Tremaine Edmonds, um, Jordan Phillips, AJ Klein gets gets game time. But they're not big players, but they're effective players, yeah. and that's the difference. Yeah, even Case Keenum is a is a free agent this year, so he's got to back up Josh Allen when he eventually gets injured. <sighs> I think I mean, uh, we'll, we'll come on to rebuilding, well, but 
just I think if you the Bills, you, you look at last year, you're, you're, you're 13 seconds away from beating the Chiefs in, in Arrowhead. This is a step backwards. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It sort of summed up their their their, their game when uh, Poyo and White collided <laughs> and uh, I think took Poyo out of the game in a sort of desperate but ramshackle attempt to make a play and failed. You know, it's just... <sighs> I, I mean, they've got to the divisional round game. You know, this, I think for all but three of the teams in the NFL this year, that would be, that's a pretty decent season, you know, you know what you expect. But for the Bills, it just isn't good enough. The Bills, it was Super Bowl. At yeah. least get there, like you said. But they need to stop this reliance on Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen had eight runs. They do remind me a bit of, like, the Seahawks when, after the boot, Legion of Boom mm. had gone, and they were sort of had a lot of players on two high contracts and a quarterback who um, was asked to do too much. Yeah, and uh, you know you don't you look at Russell Wilson now, and that is what they could be heading down because he's on a long contract and they are um, having very scant regard for his body in their play call because uh, he's not protected and he's. Having to rush because no one else will. No one else will. And uh, you know uh, what they do with the draft this year. I don't know because they have two. They have quite a few big requirements. Yeah, I think the scary thing is because of where they get to, they can't draft that well either. No, no, no they might. I mean, they might have to make some moves. But we'll, we'll we'll chat about that in the second half. But yeah, final game of the weekend: uh, the Dallas Cowboys twelve, the San Francisco 49ers nineteen. Carl uh, Shanahan leads the 49ers into their third championship game in, in, in four years. Um, Brock Purdy becomes only the second rookie quarterback uh, to win multiple playoff games in his rookie season. Anyone name the other two? Ben Roethlisberger. No, not his rookie year. Oh, sorry, it's gets a championship game. No, oh, rookie year. There are two others that have done it. One was with the Jets. He did it. Chad Pennington? Namath? No. Nope. Much more recent. Sanchez? Yep, Sanchez. Jesus. Wow. Uh, well, okay. The other one is still currently playing. Just about. Just Rogers? No. No. Joe Flacco. Oh, Joe Flacco, oh, of course. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. So. Fair enough. There we go. Yep. Um, uh, look, this was a game of attrition. <laughs> Yeah. And a game of defence and a game that Carl Shanahan came out on top because he's a better at managing the situation than Mike McCarthy, yeah. quite frankly. Busted. Yeah. Um, I watched most of it. I caught up the rest of it after falling asleep on the couch. Um, <laughs> it was Sunday night. I was pretty tired. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Dak Prescott. <laughs> Dak, Dak, Dak. He now has as many playoff wins as Brock Purdy. Can you compare him to Bortles? How many? Because I think they might I think be equal Bortles now. Got the same amount, yeah. Yeah, I think they might um, be equal now because Dak at least got one. Dak's not had the, two the games in a row where he's not thrown an interception in about two years. Oh, he just. Uh, they didn't. It's not that they needed. What they needed for him was just to be better <laughs> than Brock Purdy. Yeah. And he couldn't manage it. 
I think that's literally what it is because I think the, the Cowboys' defense was brilliant. They they played yeah. hard. They they played really well. Um, they soaked up a lot of the 49ers, uh, 49ers running game. McCaffrey was a bit banged up. He didn't have the usual game. I think even on a lot of the, lot of the creative plays that Shanahan put in place, the sweeps, the misdirections, they dealt with that really well. They gave the offense a chance, but the offense just... I mean, especially when Pollard went out injured, it just it just doesn't work. I was, again, I think there's, there's too much now on the, the on the Cowboys roster that it's just not good enough. Like Dalton Schultz made a couple of really stupid mistakes at the end of the game, which cost them the chance to throw a hail, hail mary. That God knows what's going on with that final play of the game. I mean, <laughs> I can understand. I can understand because you know, just there's a point where you just go, you know, just get skill players on because but you, they had the linemen in front. I, I, you look at it, you, I get the feeling they were supposed to throw to Ty, yeah. who had the two linemen in front of him, block. But they didn't expect the best defense in the fucking league to, to, to rush him. I think they just destroyed poor Zeke. I was listening to I was listening to Pro Football Talk yesterday, and uh, and Mike Florio, he kind of he said he saw this on Twitter. He can't remember where it came from, but he said it was like that scene in Indiana Jones where the guy is doing all that sword wielding bullshit and it's looking really impressive, and then Indiana Jones just pulls out a gun and shoots yeah. him. And I was like, that's exactly what happened. They tried to do lots of trickery. And the first instant, Jimmy Ward just comes in and absolutely obliterates the, the, the receiver. Yeah. And that kind of summed up the game, I, f- I feel like. They just didn't do enough on offense, didn't do enough in the running game. Dak threw two interceptions, which they're both on Dak. Yeah. Like the yes. first the first one was underthrown. I don't know where he was going from. For, and the second one, it, you know, Jimmy Ward should have intercepted it. In the end, it went to Fred Warner, who had an amazing game as, yeah. as well. He he was great, um, and but I mean, my heart doesn't bleed because because <laughs> it's the Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, Claire's not, not kid, but um, this was I get the feeling this was their window. Yeah. This this season, like they've had two twelve win seasons in a row now. Both of them ended by the Forty Niners. Yeah. Both of them ended in comical scenes. You remember the last year when they they, they couldn't yeah. uh, um, they couldn't spot the ball, couldn't the spot ref- the ball. They didn't give the ball back to the referee. Exactly. This year by play, by thinking, oh, remember that play the Colts did against the, the uh, things? Let's let's do that. Like I I, I the like each year, you know, Zeke gets older. Pollard is now going to have to come back from a broken leg and a high ankle. That is... He's also a free agent. He's a free agent. Oh, God. Um, it's all just a bit... Uh, will Will the defensive coordinator be around who has made this team quite formidable and f- able to forgive the offence who are not as formidable? Uh, yeah, he could come into Buffalo and lose big games for them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, mean, he's, I mean, Dan Green's had interviews. He's got yeah. head of coaching experience. He's taken a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it, it, to me, uh, uh, like, if, 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 you know, I know Peyton is out there, and I think Quinn and 
is just so such a cert to go. Uh, if but we said that last year, I know. Yeah. My biggest takeaway from this game, you know how we said like sometimes you just have to sit back and go. Actually, like Mahomes, you forget this guy's stats are phenomenal. I sat back and looked at the Niners roster. One of the best running backs in the league. The best left tackle in the league. Mm-hmm. Top three tight end in the league. Yep. yep. Awesome juggling catch yeah. as well. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. So and he, as well, like he's not just a it's not just a, you know, like uh a a, a basically wide receiver. He's not a receiver, I think. not yeah. just a receiver. No, he, he like he he enjoys yeah. getting blocking. his he enjoys blocking. Like he's a proper, you know, football guy. The best linebacker in the league, and Fred Warner, yeah, one of probably, yeah. You've got Nick Bosa, who's probably one of the best edge rushers in the league, probably. Well, you know, up there with like you know Max Max Crosby, Crosby. Uh, (laughs) and then you've got, (laughs) but you then you look at the wideouts. You've got Debo's. Debo is the the best gadget player in the league. Are you the second best gadget player in the league? It's insulting to call Debo a gadget player because of what he does for a team who whose biggest issue was the quarterback kept getting injured, they've created a quarterback-proof scheme. Yeah. Yeah. And that shows that with Brock Purdy. I mean, look, anybody who gets drafted isn't a bad player. It's true. Top 1% in the college game, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy coming in and having essentially top five pieces everywhere else, just come in and sling it. Yeah, I think I read an interview with um, Matt Campbell, who's the is the coach of um, Iowa, who Brock Purdy played for. And he goes, you know, he had to, he had to come into Iowa and fight for that position. He he got it. He won a lot of games with talent that wasn't as good as what he's got with the 49ers now. Now, naturally, so because it's a college program and not one of the more fashionable ones. Brock Purdy's used to playing. He's used to fighting. He's used to yeah. you know. He, we said he's, he started for, for, for Iowa for four years. That's that's game experience, which other quarterbacks that are coming into the league don't have. Trey Lance, for example. Well, you, you know, look. You look at that draft class. There were a lot of them were very inexperienced yeah. and young, and it has shown. Whereas Purdy had four years. You know, he's not he's not a twenty one year old. He's not Darnold. And I think as well, it helps. He's not an idiot. Yeah. And you know, I think he's sounds a bit diligent and whatever. And he's just. Cool. Recognizes the position he's in. Yeah. He's just taking advantage of it. He's yeah. a, he's a Shanahan player. Yeah. I, I mean, I I do I I got, I had the feeling that at some point he's going to have a not a shocking game, but someone's going to you know. This, I mean, there's someone. The difference between yeah. winning and losing might be a Brock Purdy yeah. thing. This was we the, haven't found that. This yet. was the best defense he's played. This put the best team, but also the best defense he's played against. So far in his relatively young career, nineteen for twenty nine, two hundred and fourteen yards. All right, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, doesn't That's, get the ball. That off. is all you need. Yeah, I think the other thing to bear in mind with this, and again, it's based on the roster strength of the Niners. This isn't like Mike fucking White coming in for the Jets and scoring three hundred and forty yards and three touchdowns because nobody had any idea who he was. You can get tape on this guy, yeah. but you still got to counterbalance the fact that you've got. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. And, and a creative the, coach. A creative coach and probably one of the best defences going. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of credit to Carl Shannon, but not a lot of credit goes to John Lynch on this. And, I, and it should. And it absolutely should. I mean, I'd say that there's probably a, a... It's not the same balance of power that a lot of GM coaches have. I think it's a more of a partnership 
between the two of them. But it's worked so well. They came in together. You know, John Lynch was effectively a Carl Shanahan hire. It was Shanahan who who was hired first. Then they went out to get the GM that would work with Shanahan, and they built a roster. Which, to your point, is fucking brilliant. The strength and depth all over the place. And they just have the ability to just get players on board with it quickly. Yeah. You seem to just be able to get safeties and cornerbacks out of bloody nowhere <laughs> and make them look fantastic. Yeah, I mean, who's who's the safety who was um who's your Pro Bowl safety? Uh, Talanoa Hafunga, who is incredible. Yeah, who? <laughs> Talanoa Hafunga. Exactly. Uh, who? I mean, he's the next Troy Palomaro. <laughs> but, but he had one safety blitz and he just timed it to perfection. He, he didn't actually get to. It wasn't a sack, I don't think. But he just put pressure on, on Dak. And he's just he flies all over the field. It's, it's, I mean. Him and Fred Warner, like you can't throw down the middle. No, no. <laughs> and they are. I was saying to, I was saying earlier before we recorded. For me, it feels a real shame that the NFC Championship game isn't the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. It, if you could, I'd I'm saying I'd love to see Eagles 49ers in a neutral venue without braying Eagles fans or you know. Uh, I mean, you know. yeah, I get to, it'd be lovely to watch Eagles Niners with Rihanna at halftime. I can't think yeah. of a better experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we start talking about that, let's take a quick break and we're back with a preview of the championship games. Welcome back to part two. Um, let's kick things off by saying that the Eagles have been playing football for 90 years and on Sunday it's the first time they've beaten the same team three times in one season. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I know it doesn't happen all that often. No, no. Um, Still one of those things. Impressive. Yep. Um, right, so we're going to kick off the second half previewing the, the two championship games. Um, we'll, again, similar to the first half, let's kick off in chronological order. 49ers at Eagles in the NFC Championship game. He said this was the one that you probably wanted to see as a Super Bowl. Well, that's never going to happen, I'm afraid. Um, Rihanna might be there, but she's not performing. This... I think this could be a classic. It could be absolutely brutal. I think this. I think this might be more of the same for the 49ers. Yeah. I think it's going to be a proper bruising meetup. I think that for the question for the Eagles is: Can Jalen Hurts be better than Dak Prescott? <laughs> I will say there were. Uh, Dak had a couple of runs. Sorry, what kind song. of question yeah, is that? I mean, we, we know he can. Dak did have a couple of runs, which kind of, I got pretty frustrated at that we couldn't stop. Would you rather be given an ice cream or stab? <laughs> <laughs> but, but we said, what the, what the Cowboys needed was Dak Prescott to be as good as uh, Brock Purdy, and he wasn't. He was awful. He was in this sort of roller coaster of, Dax Prescott seasons, he was the the the, the bad Dak yeah. that we've bad seen too, bad, bad Dak <laughs> that we've seen too much, um, or not enough, depending on your slant on the on the Cowboys. Uh, the I I think it's going to be utterly fascinating. It may not. I don't think it'll be high scoring. It's a championship game between two teams who can. Um, who can give it and, uh, you know, basically the two best offences yeah. in the league this season. Um, 
I can't wait. <laughs> Let's look at. I can't mean, wait. There's lots made of the of the Philadelphia running game, and rightly so. I mean, that, I mean that, but that stems from from Jalen Hurts. I think the 49ers are probably one of those teams that could stop the running game. Yeah, because I don't think as good as. Well, I don't think Gainwell and Boston Scott are great running backs. I don't think Miles Sanders is a great running back. The threat is obviously Jalen Hurts. They're able to stop the running game. They're able to put pressure on him. Is and he's got two amazing wide receivers. And I think they're the two. They're the two things that I think will win it for for the Eagles. If he can find them consistently enough with enough accuracy, I think they. I think the Eagles win. If the 49ers can get so much pressure on Jalen Hurts that he reverts back to 2021 Jalen Hurts, I think that puts the 49ers in a fantastic position to win the game if they can overcome the defence. Yeah. This feels like a 10-7, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? it really does. Um, it's going to be well, it's going to be a muff punt reception that's going to 12-9. Yeah. Like, like um, Gould gets MVP. <laughs> um, I, I like... And that, that's the best, that is what is the best. Like, I normally think divisional weekend is actually the best weekend. Yeah. In, actually, this week... It's tense. It's, it was tense, but there were two, like, the fact that the Giants there, you just knew that the Eagles were going to beat them. I, it, a lot of the, the only game that I couldn't predict was um, Bills-Bengals. And you know, you know, everything else was a little bit how I expected it. I'm hoping I can't call this one, and that's great. It mm-hmm. is brilliant. Um, I don't, uh, um, I don't know how much home field advantage we'll have, um, but I think it will. Um, and because of that, I'm just, I think Eagles maybe by three. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's far. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it, and uh, hopefully we'll have Gary with us as well, because, um, I, I, I don't think, I don't think we've given the 49ers enough credit this year for being really, really fun to watch, on both sides. Like defensively, like they are bruising, they are brutal, uh, but you know they as well. Like Fred Warner, he's just, he's just brilliant to watch. The run game is fantastic. Debo is fun. Ayuk is class. Like Kittle, I mean, I you know, oh, it's brilliant. You know, but there's there's matches on on the Phil- on the Philadelphia side. They've got pa- they've got pass rushers. They they yep. the team are, they're the team with the most sacks this season. You know, they've got an electric quarterback who's playing. Really, really well. Pains me to say that they've got yeah. two amazing wide receivers. Gall- Dallas Goddard, who we mentioned earlier, has, has had a really good couple of games. He's a threat. On the defensive side, they've got cornerbacks. They've got safeties. Yeah, like they're probably a bit weaker in the linebacker area, which could favour the Forty ers in terms of the, that run game. Um, but that's not to say there's not players there who would get into a lot of other teams. Like it's Robert Quinn fit. Uh, I believe so. He's not on the current injury report. You forget he's there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only injury, only players on the on the Eagles injury report at the moment, are AJ Brown is questionable, but I think that's just a you know, hold out after after a, a game. Here's your quarter zone, Mr. Brown. Yeah. Get yeah. out there. Exactly. <laughs> um, and the cornerback of Vontae Maddox, right, who's also questionable. 
Um, but who's yeah. the, like third on the depth chart? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like, I'm not looking forward to this game. No, I think it's fun <laughs> as long as you're not involved. Great. Have a, it's yeah. a great game for the neutral, um, and I can absolutely see why, why a neutral would be looking forward to it. I'm incredibly nervous about this game. I don't think the 49ers are going to win. I think, I think the Eagles will overcome them. I'm going for the 49ers because I don't want John's Super Bowl prediction to win. <laughs> <laughs> Let me well, I want the 49ers to win. I just I think this might be a step too far. I was going to take you for a burger with the money I won from Paddy Power uh, <laughs> when Eagles won, but I won't now. So, fuck you. <laughs> You're still taking me for the bug. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, I presume you're going for the Eagles, John. Or? I'm going for the Eagles. I say I think it'll be really tight. Eagles by like three. Um, yeah. Um, but I can't. I literally cannot wait. I think it's going to be brilliant. Not. It isn't going to be a, a you know a rip roaring like a like last year's. Um, um, uh, like it's been a year since the uh, Bills uh, Chiefs game, you know, like when that was just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown at the end. I don't think this is going to be like that at all. This is going to be two defenses, two. It's going to be tense. It's going to be disgusting, yeah. and I'm glad my, my team isn't involved. It's gonna, it's gonna be one of those games that you probably don't want to show to someone who's only just getting into the NFL. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that poor lad who, oh, who, who watched the Rams, Rams <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl? Oh. Just it, yeah, three hours of it's not usually this bad. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be one for the purists because there is going to be a lot of defensive football where you know people are going to get hit. Yeah, I mean, and you know, if, if I'm wrong, and it's the 49ers, hopefully they take the money that they've made from this win and give it to Leeds United to buy. A left back. <laughs> That's my only hope. If uh, if the if it, the four ers do win, I don't like that you win either way here. Yeah, I know it's great, isn't it? Um, right. Let's move on to AFC. Cincinnati Bengals at Kansas City Chiefs. That is for us going to be eleven thirty p.m. kickoff. One step too far for Cincinnati. Oh, do you think? Yes, because I I said the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Okay, so we're just um, backing our picks here. The thing I'd say as well with the Chiefs <laughs> is they... We can fit the narrative to basically be like, I was right yeah. all along. <laughs> Hang um, on, this is a Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, God, that's going to be awful to watch. <laughs> um, I really can't see a weakness in this Kansas team. I can see one. Yeah. It's his ankle. <laughs> it's Mahomes' ankle. <laughs> you can just—it's amazing what you can do with modern medicine. I so you can play one-footed, so I'm not bothered. <laughs> I do think that the, the defense, the de- defense in Cincinnati, can get at yeah. Mahomes, especially now. He, I thought they, I think they can get at him anyway. Um, now he's um, hobbling. <laughs> Um, I do worry, but do you know what? I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I'm gonna go with the Beng. I think it'll be an Eagles well, Bengals. That's how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> try, try and make it seem tactical, but that's just basically doing what I did. You don't want my team to win. 
I still thought, I, do you know what? I'm never going to say I don't want to watch the Chiefs because they are fun as fuck. Yeah. Um, and any any t- either team um, who makes it through, I think, will lose to the NFC team <laughs> anyway. Just get beaten up. Because I think the, the, the Eagles or the 49ers are just too physical. Um, and they can... I think that, but you know that's that's for another week. But I just think the Bengals, uh, uh, if if Mahomes was fit, uh, like you know, I would be more. Con- I'd be more inclined. But Burrow was. It's just too cool, and I think he'll do enough to uh, to get them through. I see Travis Kelsey wearing Bengals defenders as coats. Well, the, the lack of an O-line is my concern for the Bengals because they were able to get around it um, against the Bills. But Chris Jones lining up against their reserve guard would worry me. You know, even Carl Aftis, you know, if he's able to get, you know, get at um, Burrow... I think, uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't care in the nicest possible way. Either way, I think we see a great team going into the Super Bowl, but I do get the feeling it will be the Bengals this this time. I think they will. Um, I think they might be the new Bills, um, like the, the 90s Bills. The Bengals had their fun last year. This is, and I think the difference for me for the Chiefs this year is Pacheco. That does help. Pacheco. That, that fella, yeah. Just a big, raw-boned son of a bitch <laughs> running through the middle. I think given given the injury to Mahomes or, or the presumed injury, that he's not, you know, even if he plays this game, it's not going to be 100%, that's fair to say. It puts it puts more pressure on the short-passing game, but also puts more pressure on, on Pacheco and Jet McKinnon as well to have, have big games. I think they're more than capable of doing that. I think the, the Chiefs' offensive line is... is it's good, better yeah. than it has been. I think you think the last time that Mahomes was a bit crocked going into a big game was that that Super Bowl against Tampa where he yeah. was injured and, and the his offensive line, line was absolutely wrecked as, as well. That's not the case this time. The Bengals' defense, I think, is better than it was last year. Uh, this, this is a coin toss. I can't decide because no, yeah, is, th- these are two teams. I think th- this is the net. We talk a lot about what's going to be in the AFC. What's going to be the next Brady versus Manning? It's this. This is yeah. We built it up as being oh, it's going to be Mahomes against Allen for the next ten years. I think it's this. I think this. The, these are the these are the these are the two guys. Yeah. The window in Buffalo seems to be closing very quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I, I think it's like Burrow. Burrow said himself. I think it's the same with the Bills. I think as long as they've got Allen. I think the the window never fully closes, but I worry that the Bengals are a better organization at the moment than the Bills, and um, yeah, but yeah, I I mean, it's just, you know, I think the uh, the the Bills the, the the Bengals were so fired up about. Um, the Bills game, like 
selling the tickets beforehand. They like they wanted to get here. I hope it's not like after the Lord Mayor's show for them, you know. But I'm, I, uh, I think it's just too close. I don't know. This, I'm going to get the Bengals, I mean, but I'm going by vibes. This could be another ten seven, couldn't it? Uh, oh no. I no, mean, I think this, this could be this is yeah. a forty forty two. <laughs> I think this goes completely the other way. This is a shootout. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I see, I see both of these D lines going absolutely yeah, batshit mental. You look at these, these these four teams and the odds of them outright. The outright betting for uh, for for Super Bowl based on, on Paddy Power's odds right now. Eagles nine to four, Chiefs five to two, Bengals five to two, and Forty Nine is three to one. It's too close to call. Isn't it? I've never seen well, that. Is just any of them, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think you know you work it out on, on percentages, and it's like one of them might have twenty six percent chance of, of of winning, but the rest are, are right there. Like we said before, we, we start recording. You can make an argument for every single one of the all four of these teams winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it'd be difficult to argue against you. The only argument against you is, yeah, but what about? And you name the next team, yeah. and then you go on to that argument. About I think why the next game. team's going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Bengals don't win Super Bowls. No, but they got like something. The Eagles didn't win Super yeah. Bowls, and then they went and won one. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, ooh, uh, it's cold out yeah, there, isn't it? It is cold. It is. Sorry, we had to let the dog out, uh, and it's fucking freezing. Um, yeah, I'm. I think on this one, I think it's so close. I'm just going to go with vibes, and I got a, a, a sort right. of Bengalsy vibe. You're in a forty year old man. You can't do you, anything you, on yeah. vibes. You have a Bengalsy vibe. I'm. Well, I have to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, you're 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 stuck in your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go with the Chiefs purely because it's in Kansas. Yes. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't even think of that. I think that that's one of those stadiums which is just very hard to go to and play. Um, so. And you're forgetting they have the tactics, tactics walrus. <laughs> they do have the tactics walrus. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and it would be so strange that like, they were so close to being beaten by the Ravens, who, are, who were the worst team in the playoffs. And, yeah, then get to the Super Bowl. But I'm still going to go with them. So, such is life. All right. Matchups. Let's get on to the four teams that, that got knocked out. I posted this on, on Twitter um, earlier today. Out of those four teams, um, Cowboys, Bills, Jaguars, uh, and the New York Giants, which one has got the most to do in the offseason to get back into the playoffs and be competitive? I, th- I think we've sort of we've kind of touched, we've on sort of a, little touched bit, a little yeah. bit. And, but... Yeah, I, I do think the Bills have, have quite a bit to do. Yeah. I think they've they, they, this. I said this was their window um, as a sort of pre-packaged Super Bowl challenging team, and they've missed out. And it needs some work doing. Uh, yeah, because. The Jags. Let's, let's go through it team by team. Yeah, I think on. the Jags. I think the, the the trend line is up. Like Lawrence is no longer a, um, you know, you know, the the the, the potential and everything. I think he's proved it. You know, 
when you know he is a leading quarterback now. Yeah. Um, you know, ignoring his first half against um, <laughs> the thing, but you know, he came back from it. Though. Came back. You know, uh, the uh, the Giants never expected to be here in the first place. You know, everything um, since that. Um, Commander's draw has been a complete win. Yeah, um, I think you think about the Jags and the Giants, and they're both of them should be on four to five year programs. Yeah, where it's like, okay, great that we're in the playoffs this time, but we're looking more towards that fourth year. Like that's yeah. that's the year I think that you know if everything goes to plan, that both teams will, will be thinking. You know, had a number of drafts, number of free agency free agents win, window free agency windows. Developed a number of players. That's the time when we should be really competing. Yeah. And the thing that scares me with the Jags is their cap position. Mm-hmm. So the Jags are effect. I know I'm on overthecap.com, yeah. which I love. They're effectively 20, 24 million over cap. You can't build that team. And also, you've still got Lawrence on his rookie contract, haven't you? Yeah, for another three yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, another, another three years. Oh, I mean, another three years. Fair enough. I mean, admittedly, the fifth year is. Massive, yeah. it's, but it's not. It's not as big as when he's on a proper contract. There's, but they're still not a fashionable team. They're not a desirable team. Nope. Nobody wants like I'm going to join the NFL and I'm going to get that Jacksonville contract. <laughs> you pay you pay the Jags premium to, yeah. to get to, you know Christian Kirk Christian there. Kirk is a prime but example yeah. for a team that have they're not in cap hell. Hey, they're not the Saints <laughs> again. Why? How? Fifty-eight million over cap. Well, they um, just batted it down the li- the line, didn't they? That's yeah. Effectively, <laughs> at some point that has to stop, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Future Saints will pay for this. Um, Are they hoping that they'll, they'll basically because they're hoping that they'll get a cap pick, a, a first round pick for Peyton? Uh, yeah. And they're basically at that point they'll just like clear house. Let's build again. You know, but God knows, but like. Anyway, that's the, you know, with, with the Jags, you take the positions of all the other teams that have been knocked out. They're in a. I just. I think you don't have the room for maneuver. You think based on their cap space. No, but if there's one area of the Jags, I, I would probably, I mean, definitely look to improve. It'd be the offensive line. Yes, I think they've got. You think about the. Four of the key positions that you want want to try and fulfill: quarterback, left tackle, you want a pass rusher, and you probably want a lockdown corner. They've got a quarterback. They've got two good pass rushers: yep. Josh Allen and, and Trevor Walker. Filling that left tackle position, I think that's that's the one I'd be going after. They've got Cam Robinson, yeah, who is serviceable. Yeah, he is. So that's an expensive. But he's he's, he, he's expensive. Um, He's on the franchise tag, I believe. Potentially, maybe not. I think they know if they re-signed him. Yeah. Um, Jawan Taylor is their right tackle, who is on, who is a free free agent this year. So, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think they've got a cornerback who, you know, God, you think if you had Jalen Ramsey back? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, but the th- I have to remember as well, the the cap isn't real. <laughs> Like it's fair, yeah. Th- like the Giants bought in like fifteen players when they had nine hundred grand of cap space. Exactly, like you know, minimums. I mean, it's good. It's good, Jimmy. You look, you look at their free agents. 
Um, all of them. All of them. Yeah, <laughs> but lots of kind of, I guess, bit part, bit part players like Richie James, um, uh, Tony Jefferson, the, the, the safety. Other players like Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton, Matt Breeder. None of these are big. No, the two big ones that obviously stand out: Barkley and Daniel Jones. Something needs to be figured out there. I still think you can get General Daniel Jones on a relatively cheap contract. I, I, I'd be, I'd be worried if, um, it came close to the, the franchise tag, which I think is like thirty-five million. Because yeah. I don't like. I like. I like Daniel Jones. He's turned me around. He's not worth thirty-five million pounds a year, dollars a year, um, and I'd much rather us we went after Jimmy G or someone. If that was the case, I'd rather. If we were spending thirty-five million, I'd rather spend it on something more established. Well, if you're spending thirty-five million, I'd want. Uh, I mean, but this is this is the key difference, I suppose. When you look at the Jags, their quarterback's secure. The quarterback yeah. for the future is secure. The running back for the future is secure. The wide outs are assured. When you say the free agents for the Giants are their wide out room. Yeah. There's 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 not many good wide outs in free agency as well. There are quite a few in the draft, so there's a possibility there. Uh, yeah, it's thirty two million for the first year for uh, franchise tag for a quarterback. Um but I think not worth it. If you're Daniel Jones, are you seriously do you, do you seriously think that you can get a starting position anywhere else other no. than New York? No, no, and uh, as well the, the steps he's taken, I think hopefully he sees he's on a good thing. Like he's got yeah. a head coach, an offensive coordinator, and a quarterbacks coach who Believe trusts him, him, believes him, and have made him better. Like you know, this is this is the thing. Like you know, the difference between good and bad coaching is stark. You know, and he's he has to be fully aware of that because he spent three, four years. Under appalling coaching. But then again, you look at it. So, in theory, the Saints will need a new quarterback. Bucks will need a new quarterback. Titans will need a new quarterback. Yep. Packers potentially could need a new quarterback. Raiders. Raiders. Yep. Jet- Jets. Raiders. Jets. Jets. Panthers. Yeah. Ravens could. Texans. There are commanders. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of teams on the lookout for quarterbacks who could do far worse than Daniel Jones. That's a fair point. They could. I'd, they lo- could. I'd love us to get Derek Carr. Because yeah. I think he'd be, he wouldn't be that expensive. Well, he's on, he's on a contract already, isn't he? So, um, But I think he's got a quite friendly contract. Yeah. Because it's all um, bonuses. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they're two teams that you know, I'd say are on, on the up. We talked about the Bills... I think their playoff, their their championship window, Super Bowl window, where have you, might have been last year. I don't think they've been the yeah. same team this year. There's a sneaky lot of things to do for the Bills. They've got to sort out the running game. That's changes at running back, changes uh, uh, on the offensive line. Uh, their linebacker Tremaine Edmonds is a free agent. That needs replacing. Jordan Poyer, free safety, is a free agent. That will need replacing. Um, they need another wide out. As much as I love Gabe Davis, he's not, you know, he's not consistent enough as a number two. He's a he's a a really exciting option. But he's an exciting option because Diggs is double covered. Yeah. Yeah. And like he he'd be a fantastic like you know, num- number three if they had I uh, yeah yeah yeah, Giants would be uh would love him. But 
yeah, if they had a, I'm trying to think of a number two here, but so I could think of is uh, Bobby Trees and Devontae Parker <laughs> after I think, but like, uh, I can't think who's, I don't know who the free uh, agent was. Van wide Jefferson. Would, uh, Van Jefferson would be f- yeah fine. I mean, <sighs> Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson. <laughs> No, that's the sole subject. Oh, man. I, I'm really disappointed with Brandon him. Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. You know, yeah. uh, th- th- there's Chris players Godwin. there. Chris Godwin. Yeah. Um, a, a, a Gallup. Someone of Gallup's coming in and get 80 yards a game. Yeah. Six touchdowns in the season. Fine. Brilliant. Marvin Jones. Marvin yeah. Jones. God, that could, that could be a sneaky good pickup for the Bills, actually. You're right. Yeah. They're like, the, the players there, but... The other big thing for me for for the, the Bills and they did try to address it and they're unfortunately got injured is, is sorting out the pass rush. Like, you know, if Von Miller comes back, and I think that's a fairly big if. If he comes back at full, full Von, yeah. then you know, even so they were they were managing his workload. Yeah. Like they need someone who's on there more consistently. Yeah. I think Ed Oliver is a good defensive tackle, but he needs help from the outside. I just they didn't get enough. Considering the Bengals' offensive line, they didn't get enough pressure on on, uh, on Joe Burrow this year, this week. I didn't realize yeah. Von was short for Vonnie. Vonnie, Vonnie Beaverson Miller. <laughs> yeah, it's a really strange middle name, but Beaverson. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> like Still only I love Von Miller. He's, he's great, but yeah, he like to have a full time yeah. edge rusher he's, would he's be on the wrong cool. side of uh, thirty. Yes, yeah, it was. A big deal. Yeah. It was a six-year deal, and I think it's one of those deals you looked at, it's like, that's not lasting six years. Yeah. I think if, if, after three years, it's voided. Yeah. Um, so let's... So, yeah, they're, they're sneaky a lot to do with the Bills, and same with the Cowboys. Yeah. Because um, Troy Pollard, we mentioned, he's a free agent. I don't think Zeke is as good without... Um, without he Troy needs Pollard. someone to help him out, Absolutely. doesn't he? Dalton Schultz is a free agent. Dante Fowler, Leighton Van Der Esk, Anthony Barr... Trayvon Mullen. And then you've got the problem with Dak. Oh, and also Brett Maher, the kicker, is a free agent and probably not coming back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jerry Jones is going to love yeah. exercising that release. Yeah. See you later. Um, and they've also, you know, they brought in Jason Peters to play left tackle. He's like 40. 41. Um, so, yeah, so they need a left tackle. They need probably another wide receiver. I think Gallup's gone off the boil. To an extent, this this year, who do you get to support CD Lamb? Who do you get to support to Zeke? And what do you do with Dak? He's like forty five million dollars a year for a, a, a quarterback who next year he's forty nine million. <sighs> Jesus. Colin Coward says it best. Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins with better PR. Really is. It is, and <laughs> and I'd take Kirk over Dak at the moment. I the thing about you like that the Jason Peters pickup. Like it just got worse and worse because he's because he's so old. <laughs> like you can't teach an old dog new yeah. tricks. So he had to play left tackle, which meant that their every single other player got had shuffled. To, had to shuffled out position. And it's which was absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um so yeah, um uh I'm I'm a little bit worried about I'm not worried at all about the fuck the cowboys. <laughs> I am um, Worried how funny it could be if it all blows up. But um, if, if I was a Cowboys support, I'd be worried. 
I'd be worried. It yeah. does feel a little bit like the window's closing with them as well because, yeah. right, they've got some, like Micah Parsons is wonderful. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Great, great, great player. But like Leighton Van Der Esch is an injury worry. Yep. Every year. Trayvon Diggs is very, very good, but not as good this season as he was previously. I think he's more of a ball hawk. I think. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a he's a cheaper Minka Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Do you know what? As I said that, I knew you were going to compare him to Minka Fitzpatrick. He gets a lot of interceptions. But he does. He's not. I wouldn't put him as a top five cornerback. No. 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 He's a. Uh, and they had Byron Jones, who I, th- I thought was wonderful. Um, but yeah. Um, they've, they've struggled to find a cornerback to play alongside him. Um, yeah, Mika Parsons is, is brilliant. Not going to deny that. Um, but Dexter Lawrence is the only other noticeable pass rusher. Not Dexter Lawrence. Demarcus. Demarcus Lawrence, but he's, sorry. He's old. Older, yeah. Like, what do you he's mean? brilliant still. Oh, he's yeah. still, still brilliant. He, he's, he's been around. He's got tread on the tires. Yeah. Um, Mika Parsons, I mean, he came into the league as an off-the-ball linebacker. This season, he's played mainly as a as defensive edge, defensive end, sorry, edge rusher. Like, but you can't play both positions, so you've got to find quality. If they don't re-sign Van Der Esk, who do you play at linebacker? I don't know. Jamal Adams played every position on defense for the Seahawks this yeah. season yeah. before last. Yeah, they were out. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, yeah, what, well, what they, they need Jamal Blitz. What they play. need this this off season is to uh, basically Jerry Jones needs to do big work in the world of cloning, and have basically eleven Michael Parsons. I'm sure then the defense would be fine. <laughs> but amazing. but yeah, uh, yeah, the, the offense, and the thing as well, they're in a really strange division because the Eagles aren't. Unless it completely blows up, like the Eagles aren't going to get worse next year. No, no. Um, I think the Giants could get better. The Giants could get better. The the the, the Washington team were <laughs> a win away from the playoffs as well, and I get the feeling might get better because they will get rid of the um, uh, ginger excuse for a quarterback they have, both of them, and. Uh, I, I love the fact that they actually might just give Sam Howell a chance. Well, whoever I mean, it is. They, they won't, clearly. I was going to say, the sensible thing would be to uh, give Sam Howell a chance. I, I, I just don't think they will. It costs them nothing to get rid of Wentz. So just take that money, give it to someone else. Well, they've still got $14 million of dead money anyway, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah, to, to the Landon College is part of that, to make our defence slightly better. Um McLaurin is a like you know a star and everything, but yeah, I think the the Redskins, well, Commanders, Red Pandas, that fucking excuse for a, a, a that team club. who play in red who in land land over Maryland, yeah, are uh, you know could make it really if you, the Cowboys have another bad year, they could make it really awkward for um uh, for themselves, and that would be hilarious. I mean, the thing that we've got to be careful is we can't write them off because no, they are the Cowboys. We said we said Zeke was too old. Yeah, two years ago, mm-hmm. we said Dak won't come back from his leg break the same player. He's still he's still very good. Can be, but, but yeah. I, I don't I don't blame the leg break for any of the things. I think that's what I, I think. That's I think it's um, coaching. I think the play calling is a, not great. I think there might be a case of. 
um, if if they they let McCarthy uh, stay, that Which I think they will. I think they will. I think the, the point they I felt they like they a, bought him in as a placeholder, but he actually his his record has made him good hard to get rid of. First season. The yeah. COVID year was COVID year, but yeah, like, really, no one was more affected by now, injuries as yeah. them. They're, they're now two seasons where they're, they're a twelve-win team. That's really good. Yeah, when you're down to your fourth-string quarterback because Dalton is injured and Ben DiNucci is injured, yeah. you know, yeah, but you when, have excuses. When that guy comes in and wins five games. Cooper Rush is also a yeah. free agent this year. Yes, <laughs> oh good. But yeah, no, um, they came into this year without a backup quarterback. Yeah, the, the, I, I, like they could. I mean, I'm, the thing is, I'm betting against the Cowboys here, which means I'll be wrong. But they could, if things could go wrong, um, and it won't take much because that is not a. Uh, the best parts of the team are not getting younger. Right. Right. Let's wrap up with the two sweets sweetest player of the week. I've got two nominations. I've got. I'm going to go with one. I'm going to go with the Goddard one-handed oh, catch. That was one of mine as well. I also had the Kittle juggling catch. I, I, that was uh, fair. <laughs> I, I thought, I bet that's one of yours. Um, <laughs> I did also l- really love the Hayden Hurst catch and leap over the defender. From a, I mean, to do it from a tight end is always pretty fucking cool, especially one not noted for their... Um, uh, Athletic prowess prowess as Hayden Hurst, who actually has been really good. Uh, You got you got one for us, Paul. I find it very hard to look past that kettle juggling catch. Him coming up looking like he'd got into a bowl of catnip afterwards. (laughs) 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 The guy's just entertainment, and for me, that just yes. I'm sorry, I can't give you another suggestion. I'm going for one already given. Fair enough. I I will. I'm very happy to be um, uh, wrong here. <laughs> the the, the, the catch was good, but that that juggling catch was um, pretty special. Because it, yeah. it's, it's everything you yeah. shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You don't throw over the shoulder into traffic. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right. So George Kittle, uh, sweetest player of the week. Um, other news headlines, we touched it right at the top of the, of the show. Uh, Bill O'Brien hired as an offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Because bringing back the people from the past has worked so well this year. Well, at least he's the right in the right position <laughs> in terms of he is an uh, offensive coordinator. At least he's in the air. That's it. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it more next week because we'll have more time and we'll have Griff. I think the one good thing is they've actually named what he's going to be. I liked it at the beginning of this season. We're like, Bill, you've got these people. What are they going to do? I'm not telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no one would expect. <laughs> the last, yeah. But I like the idea that maybe he's just tanking now. He's He's got enough to be a Hall of Fame coach a million yeah, times over. Absolutely. He you, could lose every game and still have a winning record. I, 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 I Back when we first started this podcast. When it was Bill Belichick's when world. When it was Bill Belichick's world. I tried to work out how long it would take for um, to Bill, match Hugh Jackson's Bill to, to match Doug Marone's record, his his percentage. And uh, after he'd lost every game for 40 years, I got bored and stopped doing the math because he was still <laughs> above Doug Marone. I just, I just like the idea, just, just him smoking drugs in an office and just 
Make Matt Patricia the OC. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. It's like a. It's, it's, it seems like a like a like, like a Rio Ferdinand like you've been murked sort, yeah. of, sort of show. Like Anton Deck in his ear going, "Come on, hey, put make make make, make Matt Patricia the offensive court now." All right, <laughs> you've been murked. Uh, slightly more sinister news: Defensive lineman Forty Nine for the Forty Nine, Charles Amenahu, has been arrested for um, perceived I think, domestic violence. Um, not good for the Forty Niners. He was he was injured for most of the game against the Cowboys. But you kind of think that with that and with kind of the I guess the culture that the Forty Nine tried to have in, in San Francisco, that he might be uh, might be excused from playing this week until further developments. Um, and then. There's going to be two, uh, there's going to be three quarterback storylines, which is just going to run and run and run through the whole offseason. One's Lamar Jackson, I'm not going to talk about that. One's Aaron Rodgers, because he can't help but be in the news. And the other one's Tom Brady. He's come out and said he's not going back to the Bucks. Where else does he go? Um, the broadcast booth. I hope so. I mean, I, I hope so, because I actually quite like it. I quite like him as a personality. Um, I know Gary hates his voice, and I can also understand that. But, but he he just has so f- much more credibility than like any other broadcaster. So here's Tony Romo, player of playoff games. Yes, is uh, <laughs> the greatest player of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. When you go back to the studio and it's like Boomer Esiason, you're like, who the fuck's this guy? Um, I, you know. Um, I get the feeling he's got his ego is so big. Plus, he's ha- the thing that like for Rogers, I think, I think, like, I think it's done purely by ego. I think for Brady, he has the TB12 thing. He, you know, that sort of health and lifestyle um, brand that he's still so keen to promote. I think he'll have one more year. God, I, I, I for, for one, I, I sort of hope it'd be the Raiders because that would be fucking funny. I'd like him to just go like full out Vegas, just like put on thirty pounds and yeah, like Elvis, <laughs> die on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to want to go to a contender, right? Because there's no way that he wants to go to obviously no. not the rebuilding place. But I just feel like the only. <laughs> The Raiders, I don't think, are going to be a contender. No, the Raiders aren't going to be a contender. They need too much work on the offensive line and the defence. Yeah. The only name that could possibly... um, You could make sense of would be the 49ers. But now with Brock Purdy playing so well, Giants? Jets? (laughs) Pats? It keeps being mentioned. Pats, you know, linking up with Bill O'Brien again. Yeah. Yeah. But then... Why if you're the Pats and you've got no. two quarterbacks who you've already got a quarterback war? Why bring in that? Yeah, uh, like you know, so, yeah. Anyway, that's going to be another storyline that just runs and runs and runs. We get bored of mentioning it, so I, I thought I'd mention it now while Gary not here to get, yeah. get annoyed. It's fine. It's 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 a good time to do it. I, yeah. I admire you. He's now turned us off. Right? He's like, Fuck that. Yeah. End of the show. Yeah. It's all about Tom Brady. Oh, we, look, 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 well, if. Uh, he run? hasn't turned it off. I just want to say that he is starting to believe. Oh, God, that's us fucked. <laughs> right, on that note, um, 
We will say goodnight. We will speak to you next week when we will know who our Super Bowl contenders are going to be. Good night. <laughs>